This week, Music Biz Weekly Podcast, it's time for your year-end audit. What are you auditing? Your business, your successes, your failures, and all of your social media accounts and your website. It's time to do some house cleaning. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert Two longtime music industry pros discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this. Build new- a stunning band website in minutes with Banzoogle. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MusicBizWeekly to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Podcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Jay, I feel like you and I have also kind of been on and off for the last few weeks. Yeah, we? I can't remember. Well, I wasn't available last week. I was traveling. It's just been kind of nutty this end of year trying to get everything done. But but we're back together again. We got the band back together. Yeah, the band's back together. Um, You know, and let me throw this out to to people who have been watching and listening to us for many years. Technically, I have made a switch in some of the hardware and and how this is being done. We still record this using Zoom, but I'm now 100% doing this on my M1 iPad Pro. We're recording it on Zoom. I'm using a switch to my AirPod, uh, the newest versions of the AirPods. By the way, these are freaking, the sound quality on these new AirPods are phenomenal. Um, But I'd love to get some feedback. You know, as a longtime listener, how's this sound? How's this look? Does it feel any different? I mean, yeah, I got my background blurred this time rather than a virtual background, but I can turn that back on. I've just been trying to get away from doing having to use my MacBook Air for anything. I'm trying to go 100% into my iPad Pro. And this was sort of the last big hurdle. And it keeps you centered, of, right? Like when you yeah, move. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm using um, center like move, stage. Move to one side and show how it It just kind of, I like that. It kind of keeps you centered yeah. in, the, in the picture. Yeah, I'm, I'm using center stage, which, again, keeps you centered in the video even though the video camera on the ipad is on the left side because of the way i've got the the ipad set up but i i would just love to get any feedback of like okay is this better is this worse hopefully it's just the same um but i just wanted to switch and try and do everything ipad based and so far it seems to be working um it's been a little bit of a hassle of Making sure audio audio devices, third-party audio devices work on the iPad. You can't hook up external video cameras to the iPad. They don't support that yet. Um, So, yeah, any feedback you guys might have, you know, is this better? Is this worse? Even if it's just the same, just leave us a note saying, yeah, I can't tell that you changed anything. Um, So before we get into uh, this week's discussion, just a quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town for your continued support. And of course, don't forget about the artist community over at Bands in Town that that, uh, the Music Biz Weekly podcast is actively a part of. 
You can join our discussions at bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Free to join. Lots of great discussions. People offering advice and help and everything. So, um, but of course, thank you to our sponsors as well. Banzoogle.com, built by musicians for musicians. Banzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a stunning website and EPK for your music. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including dozens of fully customizable templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, Integrations with Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, Bands in Town, and more, so you can easily add your content from other online profiles. Of course, they've got amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. And just recently, Bandzoogle added custom landing pages for musicians. You can now easily create your own music landing page using preset page templates and built-in funnel tools that will help you get your pages up and running and added to your music marketing campaign in minutes. Plans at Banzoogle start at just $8.29 a month, which includes hosting and a custom hosting and your own free custom domain name. Music Biz Weekly podcast listeners, head over to Banzoogle.com, sign up to try it for free for 30 days. And when you check out, use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. That's all one word. And you'll get 15% off first year of any subscription. That's Banzoogle.com, promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. And of course, thank you to DiscMakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small that selling products like CDs, vinyl, and even t-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even t-shirts. So head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, and when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ. Again, that's one word, FREEBIZ, and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. So we kind of had to juggle. We had a guest today. We're going to try and get a move to next week or within the next two or three weeks. So once again, Jay, you and I are flying Fine solo, and that's never been an issue for us. Nope. Um, but you brought up a, a great point. It's the end of the year. I don't know. Maybe we, we might sound like a broken record for our longtime listeners, but it also might just be a reminder. It's the end of the year. It's time to review everything. It's time to clean up everything. It's time to get things in order because for the most part, most things are shut down now. Not actually shut, shut down, but but things get slow in the music business yeah. now for the next next month, six weeks. Um, you know, there's not going to be much for album releases. I mean, if you've got a new album, you you're releasing it now. It'd kind of be like, okay, why why did you? I I, I saw somebody who released their new album on uh, the day after Thanksgiving, and I'm like. 
I don't know if I would pick the day after Thanksgiving to release a yeah. new album. Unless they had a reason to do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. But anyway, use this time to kind of review where all your social media, all your accounts, everything is. And from a standpoint of, as you brought up, Jay, those passwords. Who over the last year have you had to give access to, legitimately give access to, that may not no longer need it? Yeah. You know, uh, on Facebook, it's very easy to grant advertising access, insight access to venues and promoters. Yeah. Um, but, you know, after that tour is done, do they do need they that still access? Need it, right. Spotify no, for don't. artists, Apple Music for artists. And conversely, I noticed a few days ago, I'm still on the team of about a half dozen artists that I'm no longer working with. It's time to clean that up. As yeah, well. yeah, it, it 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 is. I'm the same way as you, and I I try and go through and where where the the um, tools allow it. I try and remove myself. Surprisingly, yes. a lot of these tools do not let you remove Isn't that weird? yourself. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really freaking weird. Where like you have to like track down the band member, the manager, and go, hey, can you can you remove <laughs> right. me? And 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 they're like, I don't know how to do that. Who who knows how to do that? It's like. Christ, you know, I'm, you I'm make getting your alerts. I'm getting your That's updates. Right. I'm, you know, it's like I'm seeing your messages in some cases. Yeah, I, if 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 I if I wasn't a better person, I could log in and I could chat with your fans. I could make posts. I could do anything I wanted. So the point being, go through Facebook. Go through everything that you might be able to grant people access to, and just look at who's got that access. Did yeah. that band member leave six months ago? Did you change record labels and that's your old record label that still has access? I'm not, I've never encountered anybody who's ever done anything malicious because of no. that, but it's still very clean it, yeah, you need to good clean it practice yeah, to, to, end of the to year, understand who's right? got it. Yeah. You got, we, we call it an audit, just a simple audit. Take a look at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Just take a look across the board. Look at your Spotify for artists, Apple Music for artists, Amazon Music for artists, all of those things. And just look in there. Who's, who's registered there as a team member? If they don't need to be on there, yeah, clean it up, take them off. And then something that you always talk about, Mike, at the end of the year is like, while you're doing that, take a look at the images you have on social media as your banners and your avatar and take a look at your so, uh, your streaming. Is is that the right image? Is it up to date? Are those the people in the band still? You know, in Spotify, for example, is that bio still good? Is it, is is it that a current, from is it current bio? Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, because I, I, I do this for myself and I do this for some of my clients as well. I'll, I'll do this end of the year audit but at the same time one of my clients wasp is is wrapping up by the time you are listening to this they've they they've wrapped up their u.s tour and they're going to be off for two or three months before going to europe next year so in addition to going through and checking all right let's get rid of all those live nation promoters who don't need ad access anymore and all that sort of stuff and listen you may tour next summer, they'll ask for it again. You can give Easy. it back to them. Easy, Easy enough. Easy enough. Um, but, you know, I'm going through now looking at all of, I will be looking at all of the about slash profile copies on Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook. And 
anything else out there, what, don't forget your website. And, you know, okay, do I need to remove currently on tour in the U.S. and change it to European tour starts next year? Do I need to remove, you know, and I know I've got to do this because I've already started the process of getting ready. The Facebook group, the Facebook page, the Twitter header banners, which are all promoting a U.S. tour. Right. I don't need to be promoting a U.S. tour when the tour is over. over. So, I mean, and you could be the same way, whether it was a full tour, whether it was just one show, go in there and make sure you're not promoting the album that's old, the tour that's over, the band members that don't exist, um, update and, you know, use this, quote, quiet time to go through and just get things clean and ready. And, you know, it's not a lot of work. I mean, frankly, you could probably do most of this stuff in one day quite easily. Sure, easily. Quite easily. Just just go through each of your accounts, social network accounts, and your website, and just look at it. Scroll through, look at everything. Even things like maybe your website's got a copyright at the very bottom. Does that copyright need to be updated from 2022 to 2023 it's little things like that and i catch this myself breaking this rule all the time it's like oh crap it says copyright 2021 at the bottom of it Uh, is is that going to make or break anything no but it's just you know it's part of that audit right it's part of that audit of while you're in there cleaning it up clean up everything yeah and i would recommend that you do everything like plan for it you know get a piece of paper out and have your most current header images and album art and band image have all that ready to go and that copy and the right updated links and all that then when you go in you can kind of update everything so it's consistent but also while you're there change your passwords you know, not just access that you give people, maybe add access on Facebook. Yeah, or the general whatever. password. Yeah. It's a good idea. And I think we talked about this either last year or the year before. And it was something that I wasn't doing regularly enough because look, out of sight, out of mind. But that's why I love that quiet time in December, because now that's the time that I make sure that all those passwords across the board are changed and updated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, Here's one thing that I've even found when I do stuff. You've got a website and you've got, hopefully you've got your links to your social networks and the DSPs on there as well. You know, when you built the website six months ago, eight months ago, it worked, it was verified. Just go click those links again. You might, especially if other people might've had the ability to touch the account and make changes. I will, I found on, on, on the Wasp site, it's like, oh, the YouTube link isn't going to the artist channel. It's going to the, um, uh, what, 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 what does YouTube call it? Where, where they just put the music topic, videos up the topic channel, the, to- the topic channel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want fans subscribing to the topic channel because <laughs> no. I got no control over the topic channel. I can't, I don't have any ability to manage or edit that. Right. You know, I want them going to the you the official channel. So just go in there and make sure that link is to the right one. Yeah. You know, if you had to, I don't know, change Instagram accounts because the other one you got locked out of or somebody hacked it. 
Well, make sure you're linking to the new Instagram account. Yeah. Make sure you're linking to the right Facebook profile. What? Yeah. Just double check all of those little links. Your online store, especially anything that's related to generating new revenue, make sure it works. Yeah. Yeah. I would go in there to your point. I would click every single link because I go into whenever I'm checking out a new artist or a potential client or whoever it is, I always go in there and I would say at least half the time, I'm not exaggerating, at least half the time, I find something on their site where something's either they don't have their new album on there or I click a link and it's broken or it doesn't go to the right place. And it's it's not nefarious. It's just that people build a website and then they kind of ignore it and they go off and do their thing. Things change, things evolved. And this is that good time of year where you can go in there during this quiet time. Go to your website, for example, to Mike's point and click every single one of those social links. Or if you have a smart URL link, click it and see what comes up. Is it updated? You know, all of that stuff. It only takes a moment. And I think you'll be surprised. You might find some mistakes. Yeah. You know, do, you, know you got an email sign up, sign up again on your own. Just test it. Make sure it still works. Yeah. You, you've got, I don't know, a link to download something. Make try sure it. it's, try it. Make sure it's still working. Um, yeah. you know, again, you would be surprised for no reason whatsoever. Sometimes things change links break, <laughs> yeah. you know, somebody went in there and accidentally deleted the trailing slash and that all of a sudden broke the URL. Yeah. Um, you know, well, one other thing, Mike, before like I forget that. really quick, I came up with this problem the other day where I found someone else's music on my artist's Spotify page yep. and you this is a good time of year to go in and just check, you know, not only the socials and stuff, but check Amazon music and Apple music and Deezer and Cobuzz and all of these different places and just see is, is all your music up? Number is one, it still there. Is it still there? Is the metadata accurate, but are there other artists there? Now it doesn't have to be that that artist has the same name. I have three clients right now that have a very common name and there are other artists out there with that name. And it took us a while to kind of disambiguate. That's a big word, right? Disambiguate. Yep. Like pull that word, stuff, like gymnasium. Like gymnasium, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you pull that stuff apart, but there's nothing that says that that can't come back. So it, it's good to use that time to just kind of look. Do those things that you take for granted, don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, exactly. Because these are things that, one, reflect your professionalism but they also might legitimately impact your ability to do business. Again, yeah. if, it's, if it's a link to buy your new t-shirt, well, make sure the link works. Make sure the t-shirt is still in stock. For all you know, the store ran out of inventory four months ago and it's a dead link now. Um, yeah. You know, Make sure the video is still there. Make sure that somehow that video, especially if you shared a video that maybe a fan posted that you really liked, maybe they made it private and never told you about it. And now you've just got a big black box somewhere Yeah, because the video doesn't work. That's a good point, Mike, because video is something a lot of people don't often check. And I had a situation this last week where one of my artists, the song was flagged. They were saying, no, this, this is a content ID is flagging this. This belongs to somebody else. And they're like, no, it does not. It's ours. So we, we, complained about it, sent it through the distributor. We're getting it fixed. But had they not noticed that, 
you know, somebody else could be monetizing your intellectual property. You just got to yeah. look. You got, you got to, and again, I, when I've encountered this stuff, it isn't because somebody is maliciously trying to hurt you or take you down. It's just things happen. I mean, I've had artists that, you know, you create playlists, YouTube playlists, and you share great videos that fans have filmed from various shows. And, you know, go look at that playlist that you created and see if any of those videos have been removed, have been turned private, so you can clean them out of your playlist. I mean, yeah. it's just... That's good advice. Again, and you just mentioned it's, it's, something about playlists, Mike. The other thing is most artists today will build, let's say, I'll just use Spotify as an example. They'll build a playlist of their own music. So when people come to their um, artist page, they've got kind of a greatest hits or something they can sprinkle their new music in. But typically they build it and then they never touch it again. And you yeah. should be freshening that thing up and adding new tracks and moving the play order around. And because, and then as you know, with Spotify, again, we'll just use them as an example, that artist pick expires after a couple of weeks. So you may put it up a couple of weeks later, it disappears. You need to go back in there and pin it to the top it, again. Got to put it back in. I exactly. So, you know, all, the, again, this is something that, if, if it's just you and your band, you can probably do all of this quite easily in one day, yeah. literally one day. If you've got multiple clients or multiples, you know, it might take you, you could, you could spread this out over a week, a weekend or whatever. But you, you, your, your point earlier, Jay was spot on. And, and this is what I did like for Wasp. I literally created in Apple notes, a new note that says uh, prep, for european tour and it's just a checklist smart change facebook header facebook group header twitter header check profile copies um you know all of the stuff that you need to do so it's right there in front of you and yeah. guess what you do keep that list because you'll use that same list next year it's already <laughs> been made up for you just deselect yeah. everything and you're good to go yeah good so, advice you know, you again, use the few weeks now, four to six weeks where you're probably not doing much. Um, and, and I'm not saying you need to like interrupt your vacation or family time, but it's it's definitely a quieter time. I know this. You're the same way, Jay. I use this time to go through and clean out all of my old notes that I've been keeping and clean yep. up my to do list. Yeah. You know, review. I always put, obviously, I put my clients before my own personal properties. So now I'm taking this time to go in and look at my personal properties and go, yeah, I need a new header here. I need to change this copy here. I need to get rid of that. Um, you know, and it's also good because, especially in the Facebook world, you know, they're changing shit in Facebook all the time. And you might, you might go in there and go, where the hell did that go? I set you that up six will. months ago. Yeah. And Facebook deleted that, just deleted it. And you need yeah. to put something else in place. Or you might go, yeah. wait a second, Facebook isn't displaying any tour dates. I thought they always don't count on anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good advice. One of my favorite things to do at the end of the year, and I wish I could do this with more of our artists, um, 
is doing kind of a audit of the year. Like, what did we do that worked out really well? What did we do that maybe didn't work out as well as we wanted, was below our expectations? And I love those meetings. You get a little whiteboard. A lot of times we'll go down to this local WeWork just to get out of our homes. And we'll just do a kind of a brainstorming of what went right, what went wrong, you know, what can we do better in 2023? And then the other thing is, and I, I only do this with a couple of artists, but I love these meetings. We get together at an Airbnb with the band, the publicist, the booking agent, me, all of that road manager. And we spend a couple of days in an Airbnb. So we're having dinner together, right? They're playing new music for us. We get up in the morning with our fuzzy slippers and we get out the whiteboard and we go, okay, for this coming year, we have these festivals, we have these tour dates coming. And then here's our release cadence, what we'd like to do. And we just start mapping everything out early. Um, I'm a big planner. I love planning. And this is a great time of a year to see, you know, do a, an audit or an inventory. Look, look, look back. Yeah. Look forward. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, going back to, to Wasp, you know, we, we, myself, Blackie Lawless, we've already talked about, it. it's like, okay, at some point, a few days after the tour ends, we're going to do a debrief. Smart. You know, again, it's just like, what were some of the unexpected that came up that we can address, especially because, you know, we've got two or three months before we got to do this all over again in Europe. So it's like, what, what kind of didn't work? What was, a, what could be fine could do better maybe. Yeah. You know, this was the first year, the first time the band has ever done VIP experiences. So, you know, you know, with the, the VIP coordinator and myself and Blackie, it's like, what what did you like what maybe didn't work as well what did the fans like what can we improve what can we change yeah you know and and again i think you don't have to be at the level of an international touring artist like wasp you know if you, if you toured for four weeks and you don't have a manager and you booked it yourself still do this debrief just amongst your band and maybe the one crew person or your two crew people what right. what was a problem? What wasn't a problem? What will make it easier for us to tour next year? Because yeah, yeah we, we're we're going to do a we, we hope to do a six week tour next year. So what will make right. it easier? So have those look backs and have those look forwards and yeah. You yeah know, the only thing we, I would add to that, Mike, really quickly is that for those that aren't touring, you had mentioned this earlier. It doesn't have to be about a tour. It can be about a release cycle. Like, what did yep. we do right? What could we do better if, when we're rolling out our new music? What did we learn last time? How did our audience grow? Who is our audience? You can do this audit on touring. Sure. You can do it on a release cycle just as well. Yeah, 100%. You, you, you want to be able to use this to, to use this time to sit back and go, okay, I'll, I'll use bands in town as an example. Some of these services are, and Bandzoogle is another one. They're constantly adding new and great features. Right. Maybe last time you didn't have time to dive in and start using that new feature. Bands in town, full, full service, free email service built right in now. Should be using it. Should be, but maybe you didn't have time. Look at that. Look at, look at how you rolled out and marketed and promoted that release or that single or that tour last time. And 
did you take advantage of all of the tools that are out there for you to do this? Because, you know, a, a lot of people think, hey, I got to spend a crap load of money if I'm going to really do a good tour and tour marketing. And no, you don't. If you utilize the tools that are out there, and, and, and I'll use WASP as an example, a full year before this U.S. tour kicked off, I was already driving fans to track, to follow, to subscribe, to join an email list, to do all of this stuff so you can build your audience that you own before the tour started. And then once the tour started, I could sit back here and go, okay, well, I got 180,000 trackers on Bands in Town. I've got 11,000 in an email list on Bands in Town. Now I can fully utilize that stuff without buying ads, without doing that stuff. I grew, they didn't have an Instagram or a Facebook group a year ago. We launched them. Facebook is, the Facebook group is now, I think, approaching 50,000 fans it's amazing. and Instagram is probably like 40 or 50,000 people from nothing. That's so, amazing. So you, you know, if you're sitting here going, well, we're, we're going to be doing a six week tour, but it won't be for another four months. Now start now driving fans to join an email list, to track you on bands in town, to follow you on Instagram, to subscribe on YouTube. Again, Wasp didn't have their own YouTube channel a year ago. I launched it. Now, you know, some people might go, it's not a lot, but they went from nothing to now they've got 4,000 subscribers. Well, and they own it. And when you and put out a video, it. they're going to notify those people. There, yes. There's so much value in having that. Yeah, exactly. So I can utilize these tool sets, the bases that these tools represent to market and message the fans when the tour is announced. When the dates are happening, you know, we've, we've, again, we've got like 180,000 trackers on bands in town. That's great. While the U.S. tour was happening, it was about a 35-day tour. Two days before every show, we did a geo-targeted post on bands in town to our followers. So, example, like, for free, for free. So, you know, there's a show, okay, there's a show coming, you know, there was a show in St. Louis, Missouri. So two days before, and I, I believe some people are like, well, just post it the day of. It's like, no, day of is a little in my mind. Um, I think it's too short late. notice. People need to, people need to plan. So it day bit. before, two days before we do a post that set, that goes out to everybody who tracks us in Missouri that says, don't forget wasp is coming to St. Louis on Friday. Here's the link. Buy your tickets. That might go to 400, 500, 1,000, 2,000, depending on how many trackers are in each of those regions. Free, 100% free. We didn't have to. And listen, I'm not, the, the, the Bands in Town promoters feature, which you pay to get a like audience, works phenomenally well. I use I've that used all that, the time. I've used that many times for other clients. Didn't need to use it in this case. Right. But and, and for those that don't know, Mike, we should tell them that you you can message your trackers like you're doing for free. But let's say you want to message the fans of another artist that you know that fans of this other band, if they heard your band, 
they would love it. You can do that for a very low cost. N- and, nickel and nickel yep, of contact. Yep. Uh, five cents yep. an email. It's, it's, it's well worth it. And we were talking before we hit record, you know, the average open rate for an email in the music industry is about 16, 17%. That doesn't sound like much, but if you're hitting those numbers, you're doing well. I've never seen anything less than double that with my bands in town tracker uh, emails. Yeah. Yeah. We get, we get great open rates for bands in town Um, messages, posts that we send to our trackers, bands in town's email list. Um, we get great response. So yeah, utilize these tools. And again, maybe you weren't aware of them. Maybe it's just a new feature that you've never seen before. You got to utilize these tools, especially the free tools that are out there. Um, we, yeah. we, we can, you, 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 you can generate so much more benefit for yourself by doing that stuff, you know? People think it's all about just spending ad dollars. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that, but not everybody's got ad dollars to spend. That's right. And and if you don't look for the organic freeway to do this, Uh, you know, YouTube subscribers. I mean, here, I'll throw this out here. Final tip. You know that YouTube has got a community section on your channel, but a lot of you didn't know that. Right. And, 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 you don't, this is one of the things I hate. You can't really get to it do much on the mobile apps. On the web, if you go to a YouTube channel, there's a tab at the top, like, I don't know, videos, playlists, community. Community is, is like. It's like a social know, network. It's a, within, it's a social network feed. Within YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's like your Facebook page. It's like yeah. whatever. You can go in there and post an update, text. You can post a link to an article. You can post a graphic. You can say, hey, check out the new T-shirts we got in our online store. Here's the URL. Guess who gets notified when you make that community post? Every one of your subscribers. It shows up in their subscription feed on YouTube. And it's free. Free. 100% free. So you got to look at these little things and take advantage of them. Because I can tell you, the Wasp Tour did great sales, many sold out shows, and we worked the hell out of all of the organic options we had across YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook groups, TikTok, and especially bands in town. Yeah. So take advantage of this quiet time at the end of the year. Get yourself ready for next year. Yeah. It's too late. Here's the thing. You don't want to be doing this stuff the day before your tour starts. It's too late. No. And in the beginning of January, things are going to start heating, ramping up again, and you're going to be busy again and do it while it's quiet because you're not going to have time to do it in six, eight weeks. Yep. Yep. So there you go. That's, that's what you should do with the next few weeks here. Yeah. Um, let's, Let's continue this conversation at the artist community on Bands in Town. Yeah. Head over to band, bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Let us know what you do at the end of the year. What are the things that you make sure you do? Or have you done nothing? You know, what, what, what's your end of the year look like for you? Where do you put your attention? Do you use it to just mentally recharge, which is very valuable. Sometimes sure. you just need to get away from the business and 
you know, meditate or, you know, go, go to nature or whatever it is that you're ready for it next year. But what do you do for your year end audit of your business? Yeah. Um, all right. Quick shout out once again. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town for your support. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com. We, we appreciate it. it. We will see everybody next week. Visit Discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping. Up to a 100 industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.